0: welcome all of my creepy crime connoisseurs this is casket case brought to you by the sisters three i am your storyteller tonight chelsea the oldest and most bougie with me are my two sisters by blood and magic
1: i am your middle sister anna the one with all of the brains and equal humor and i
2: am onyx the youngest and most likely to commit
1: a murder
0: Alrighty guys, so I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into it. Um, I'm going to take it back a little bit to our 90s millennials era. Um, oh, we on
1: my 90s babies
0: at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we are going to do our story tonight on um, Brittany Murphy. Um very well-known
1: celebrity back in the early 90s uh, well I'm gonna pause and I'm, I'm gonna pause you real quick and um, just introduce our listeners to the theme of your cases-hmm so as our oldest and most bougie sister, I believe your train of thought was that we're gonna go towards like celebrity cases when it comes to the ones that you cover mm-hmm okay. So, yes. yeah, just just to catch everybody up because um, you're not exactly privy to the behind the scenes or train of thought that goes into um, how we get started on these cases. When Chelsea does her cases, you guys will be blessed with the privilege of all of Hollywood's most elite yep. crimes. Yep, um, yep. there's going to be... Um, some
0: controversial cases. Some of them might not be so much controversial, but will definitely be very well-known cases. Um, So tonight we're starting with my very first celebrity case. It's going to be Brittany Murphy. Um, She was born on November 10th, 1977 in Atlanta, Georgia. She was the daughter of Sharon Kathleen Murphy and Angelo Joseph. uh, I can't even pronounce his last name. Bertolotti Bertolotti, um, sounds Italian. <laughs> um, her parents divorced she when about? she. I don't know. Um, I mean, he sounds like he came from an Italian descent. Just well, based she of his last name was from New Jersey. Yeah, and that's a lot of an Italian. Heritage. So right, yeah, probably <clears throat> um, it's not very far fetched. considering. no, yeah. um, her parents divorced when she was two years of uh, two years old. Um, she attended Edison high school before moving to Los Angeles to pursue an acting career. Uh, her mother is of Irish and, uh, Slovakian descent and her father is of Italian descent. Um, she was raised Baptist and later become a non-denominational Christian. She has two older half brother. Well, she has an older half brother and an older half sister, both on her father's side. Um, Brittany's father was heavily involved in organized crime and spent most of his life in and out of prison, and as a result of that, her parents divorced when she was young. Uh, her mother moved to Edison, New Jersey, shortly after the divorce. It was during that time that Brittany became interested in acting and performing. Uh, to encourage her in talents, Brittany's mom enrolled her in Vern Fowler School of Dance and Theater, which was in Colonial Uh, I'm sorry, Colonia, New Jersey, when she was five. And it was there that Britney took dance and voice lessons until she was very early in her early teens. Yeah, because I
1: was about to say, she started like that whole entertainment line of um, like interest Mm -hmm. really early on, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, she's been involved in it for a long
1: time.
0: Yeah, um, and we're kind of going to go into that a little bit of, like, what she what she starred in, what she may have, like, started uh, playing as we'll get an into extra. It. She started, you know, some oh, of the things that oh, she may yeah. have been playing an extra. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah. Um, so, by the time she was eight, she uh, had determined that she wanted to go, you know, she wanted to be a celebrity. She wanted to be a star. Um, she began pushing her mother to help her get her headshots, hire a manager, drive her into Manhattan for auditions. Um, then she, when she was around 12, um, her mom fully relented, uh, almost immediately she began landing jobs for television commercials. And from there she began making brief appearances on sitcoms such as Murphy Brown and Boy Meets World. And if some of us 90 babies remember, uh, (laughs) We, I loved Boy Meets World. Like, who
1: did you love the most, though? Um, I don't know. I, I really, because I know exactly who you love the most. Because <laughs> Sean, it was Sean. <laughs> yep. I always went for the bad boys, even for when I was a kid. <laughs> I mean, are you? sensitive,
2: Monix. But-, <laughs> but hold on, Sean was never a bad boy. Just a very troubled. Come from a very broken home. Sean was actually a very good kid. He,
0: well, I mean, that's Hollywood for you, too. But in a real world, he would have been in, in and out of jail by the time he was 19. Like, I was... Not always. Well. My well <laughs> <I'm outside. laughs>
2: anyway. I wasn't going to say it.
0: It's, well, it was it was destined. thing. Yeah. No okay, love. anyway. Um, so, elated <laughs> by her success, Murphy and her mother relocated to Los Angeles in 1991 when... The actress was 14 years old to further Murphy's acting career. She got her big break in TV that same year as a regular on the sitcom Drexel's Class. When she wasn't working on set, Brittany spent um, her time studying at John Burroughs High School in Burbank, California. In 1995, Murphy entered the national spotlight in the popular film Clueless, Heyo. which is also a great... Heyo.
2: You know, I actually just watched that the other day. It's
0: great.
1: Yeah. It was her big
0: break, It was her big break, yes. uh, She starred opposite Alicia Silverstone, a modern take on the popular Jane Austen novel, Emma. Uh, The movie was a surprise hit, grossing more than $11 million in its first weekend at the box office. Seriously? Um, Yep. And so that was Brittany Murphy almost suddenly, I mean, instantly became... A star after that. Um, after the success of Clueless, Murphy went on to star in films like Girl Interrupted, which was in nineteen ninety nine with Renona Ryder and Angelina Jolie. You say what? What was it? Uh, it was called Girl, Girl Interrupted. Interrupted. Also a great movie. With Renona yeah. Ryder? <gasps> yeah. Never <gasps> Stop seen Stop it. it. You've never seen that movie? Oh, oh my god. Girl It's so dark
1: and Wonderful,
0: yeah, and it's also based on a true story. I didn't know that. <clears throat> yep, um, she also starred in Eight Mile with rapper Eminem and in Sin City, uh, in 2005 with a star studded cast yep. that included Bruce Willis, Mickey Rourke, mm-hmm. Jessica Alba, uh, and a few other ones that are just surprising. Another me. one I fucking love that no, movie. I I'm I'm so, pretty uh, Okay, uh, the pretty Sin City, like for me, Murphy. that
1: was because of the, the, hmm, the editing style, and, like, just that graphic. Comic style. It was just yes, amazing. I was obsessed,
0: yeah. dude, with it.
2: Brittany, it's a good one.
0: Sh- oh, she so played good. in some re- really good shows, and really good movies. So, and- Can
2: we just take a second to appreciate, like, her variety of roles? It's yes, never, like, absolutely. just Oh, she's just the nerdy girl, or she's just the dumb girl, or she's just, like, in you these know, scary she, movies.
1: Ugh, she was just, Her she, roles
2: are just so broad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she did the rom-coms, but she also did um, uh, I'll Never Tell, where that was fucking Oh, God, spooky. that was, um, that was like, oh, chilling. Yeah. yeah, that was one that really got me. Um, But then she also, like, in Clueless, well, I guess Clueless was a rom-com, but um, she played... It was more
0: of a feel-good high school movie.
1: Yeah, but still... hmm. Yeah, but she was
0: was all around just a a very talented actress. So anyway, in 2006, Murphy landed another voice role in the big screen feature Happy Feet and featured uh, prominently in the thriller The Dead Girl, though her career prospects seemed to be dimming by this point. Following the romantic comedy The Ramen Girl, 2008, which is also a good movie that I had seen for the first time not too long ago, great movie. Oh, you were doing your research, were you? Yes, I was. (laughs) <laughs> well, me, me, and Anna went on a um, Brittany Murphy m- movie binge. Yeah, uh, a Murphy movie marathon. Yes,
2: <laughs> it was
1: great. And not- but I didn't know she was in Happy Feet. She voiced the um, the the girl penguin. Did mm. mm-hmm. I not
2: allow. But also, I don't mm-hmm. really look up voices when it comes to cartoons. Like I don't. I don't look up who
1: unless it is. Unless they it, sound super familiar and I can't face yeah. them, then I'll look it up. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, and even then, unless I know it's them and I just want to be sure, other than that, I don't really like up cartoon voices.
0: Yeah, unless I recognize their voices, I'm pretty bad. I mean, I don't really pay attention to who's voicing the the characters right. unless they're like distinctive and I'm like, oh my God, I know who that person is. Um, but yeah, she did, she, um, voiced in Happy Feet. She also starred in, um, a thriller Crawled Across the Hall, which I have yet to see, and I'm really excited to watch it. What year was that one? In 2009. Oh. So it was right around the time, one of her very few last movies. Okay. But, um, from what I understand, it was, it, it was good, but... I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> um, it's on my to-watch list. Um, she also had a TV movie ad- uh, adaptation of Nora Roberts's Tribute, which was in 2009. And Murphy's post- uh, she posthumously starred in Abandon, which was 2010, and Something Wicked in 2014.
1: Which I find interesting. I wonder how they did that. I don't know. Hmm. So, now we're getting to the
0: meat of the story. Um, She Which everybody kind of knew Was married Um, Her husband was Simon Monjack They mis- uh, initially met At a photo shoot when she was still a teenager According to Today Monjack said that He was quote unquote very patient And watched her from Afar for years as she grew up And dated other men it That's <clears throat> creepy I mean Yeah, Um, it wasn't until late 2006, just after Monjack's divorce from his first wife was finalized that Monjack and Murphy began their relationship. Monjack was born to a Jewish family near London, England on March 9th, 1970. His father, William, died of a brain tumor when he was 15 years old and his mother, Linda, worked as a hypotherapist. Oh, I'm sorry, a hypnotherapist. (laughs) She was a hypnotherapist. Um, From an early age, Simon had dreams of becoming a successful Hollywood screenwriter and producer. But he later stumbled as a director in the 2001 B-movie called Two Days, Nine Lives. Listen, I swear
1: to God, I thought you were saying he was in the B-movie. And no. I'm like, no, there's no, <laughs> no, he's, there's no, no way. no He was a director
0: in a very, very B-rated movie, Two Days, Nine Lives, which was blasted by critics. Um, they oh. pretty much said that it was... Awful. The worst. It was absolutely (laughs) awful. Okay. Oh, you suck. (laughs) He did. Uh, It was bad. He also received a writing credit for the 2006 film Factory Girl, but director George Hickenlooper later claimed that this was only because Monjack wouldn't allow the film to proceed without the credit. Uh, He was quoted. He filed a frivolous lawsuit against us, making bogus claims that we had stolen his script. Uh, According to the Daily Mail, um, he quoted, He held us literally hostage, and we were forced to settle with him as he held our production over a barrel.
1: What the hell? Do you have any, like, details on, like, what that means? What do you mean? Like, how did he How did He he
0: just, um... It's, well, I'm assuming
2: if you're being sued, then you can't publish your movie.
0: Yeah, well, Simon had a way of like convincing a lot of people to do a lot of things. Um, if you ever get the chance to watch on HBO Max the documentary of Brittany Murphy, um, it's called What Happened to Britney Murphy, um, there is a part in the movie or in the documentary that states that Simon before they met before Brittany and Simon met um, he went to a party he was invited to a party by um, I don't quite remember if it was an up-and-coming director or if it was a director who had some productions already under his belt Um, but Simon kind of went in there and gave this grandiose story about how he owned so many cars and he had all like he was living in this big huge mansion and he um you know came off as a very wealthy wealthy person um, right so
1: he led them on and painted he a led them on was, yeah okay
0: and it wasn't long after that interview that that party that it came out that he all of it all of it was lies Damn, and so, but at that point, they're already on the hook. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So, um, continuing the quote, he said, I posted the information on IMDB two years ago in order to warn other people because Monjack was using his factory girl, quote-unquote, credit to solicit money from other investors, end quote. Monjack eventually earned the nickname Conjack in Hollywood circles And he also became infamous for his reputation as a master manipulator and accusations of immoral and sometimes outright criminal behavior. Between 1997 and 2006, Monjack was evicted from four homes. And during that time period, he also faced allegations of credit card fraud and theft. In addition, he was sued by a mortgage firm and forced to pay them a whopping $470,000. And in 2007, his ex-wife, Simon... uh, Simone? Simone, I'm sorry. That's what saying It's very, I found that really ironic how his name was Simon and hers is Simone. Simone Bian uh, successfully sued him for $63,000 that he had failed to good pay for her. her, but he failed to pay her in their divorce.
1: Right, um, so they got divorced. He failed to pay the the cost and so she sued him. Yeah. Okay, Good.
0: Um, so Brittany Murphy and Simon dated for just 4 months before getting married, which is like crazy. somebody else I know. <laughs> uh, back on track. Back on track here. We're not bringing that. Yep. We're not opening that can of worms. Anyway, the pair dated for just 4 months before getting married secretly in April 2007. Many of Murphy's friends and family members were surprised by how fast a couple's relationship was moving. Some suspected that they were married so quickly for legal reasons. After all, Monjak had spent nine days in jail in February, 2007 facing deportation because his visa had expired. Uh, Simon had few fans throughout his marriage without, with the actress. Uh, regardless, no shit. Of the, <laughs> regardless of the reason, the relationship did not, uh, or did nothing to curb Monjak's worrying behavior. Soon after they got together, Murphy fired everyone on her professional team as Monjack allegedly insisted on managing her on his own. He even acted as her makeup artist in some of her final projects. And if you've seen the what was that movie that we saw? Honestly, couldn't tell
1: you. It was... So <laughs> bad. By that point, I did not care. It I'm just going to say, look, horrible. Chelsea and I watched this movie. And the whole time we're like, what is wrong with her face? Why is her makeup hair. so bad? Why is like she looked like a clown? She in this looked movie. crazy, and it makeup. wasn't until Chelsea started diving in a little deeper that she she goes, "Oh, her husband did her makeup for her last movie because he fired her makeup. He fired her makeup artist because he was so problematic, and we both went." That makes Uh, sense. (laughs) Oh my God. I would listen.
2: There's a lot of things I would do in a relationship. And even trying to put myself in a role of being, let's say I'm famous, there's still a lot of things I do for marriage.
0: Letting my husband
2: fire my makeup artist is not one of
0: them.
1: Yeah. I feel like you don't know nothing. It was so bad. She had really, really hard contour. That was not blended. So it just looked painted on. It was crazy. She looked like a clown. That's my thought. It was bad. I felt bad. Yeah.
2: Okay. But okay. So he fires her makeup artist. And he does her makeup. Why would she look at that and go, no, babe, this is good.
0: I'm sorry, but I'm an honest wife. At that point she was was just checked out. She just, we're going to get further into that, but. She. I mentally, also think
1: he had a really strong hold on both her and her mom. Yeah. He, what like, about him? Listen, it gets this rabbit hole goes deep, bitch. Like I. Yeah. Like what about him is so great? I don't know. Just, I don't understand. He's not like if if there were anything about him that that I could say was. He's not
0: attractive. No, by he's any an means. Overweight. He, no, no, no. He's,
2: not, he's attractive. not attractive. His movies suck. He has a British accent. Like that that's is. really <laughs> it.
0: Is uh, maybe. If but who in Hollywood doesn't have an actor? Uh, I, I mean, that's that's anybody can do that. anybody yeah, can do absolutely. that. Absolutely. Like
1: what I mean, about this man? I don't know. I don't know. I assume it had to very much be a situation of when you talked to him and you got to know him, he was incredibly charismatic and charming. That's the only thing I can maybe remember. he had a really big dong and he just laid oh the my pipe. God, I don't see
2: Maybe st- it was just so good she was digmatized.
0: This is my sister. We apologize for her. No, because <laughs> that's a legit
2: thing. Okay, you know how many ugly people get bomb ass wives, and like, you know how many ugly people get like hooked up. I'm just God. saying, bomb pipe that. is a total one thousand percent
1: possibility. Mm, listen, I am I am never one to slut shame, but shut up, whore. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm married. I'm slutty with one person now. Okay.
2: Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know how they say I'm most likely to commit a murder? It's going to be right here on this podcast.
0: Oh, my God. Just shut up before I commit your murder. <laughs> anyway, Brittany's husband began to have a negative impact on her career, obviously. Uh, she was supposed oh, yeah. to star in The Caller, which was filmed in Puerto Rico in 2009. But- Wait, hold on, Pause. Was that the movie where, like, the Calls from Inside. I don't know. I've never seen it. She was supposed to star in it. She didn't. Wow. Can you guess why? <laughs> uh, Monjack allegedly showed up to the set drunk and disrupted the shooting. And soon after, Murphy was fired from the film on the first day. So, she never started it.
1: Because um, of him, dude. Like, how yeah. crazy is that? Your husband shows up on set drunk and, and you lose your job.
2: Yeah, She showed up to, like, Brittany. Your makeup is horrendous. Get the hell out of here.
1: During my research, I've
0: read some parts where they said that she showed up on set like happy go lucky, ready to start the day, and then he would come and he would pull her on her breaks to go talk to him, and she'd come back in a completely different mood. Like, it just yeah. Um. So anyway, they stayed on the island to vacation, and Monjack and Sharon both got uh, staff staff infection. Um, on the flight back to Los Angeles, Murphy gave her husband CPR after he says that he had a quote-unquote mild heart attack. So, eventually, Murphy also caught staff, and it hit her oh hard.
2: On the way home, he has a heart attack. Do we know if he's on drugs? Like, is this a thing? Um, well, and that's kind definitely of the controversial. theorized.
0: Yeah, it's theorized. It's, that's the controversial part about this case. Is that how old is there's he? There's a lot of factors that could or could not have caused
2: like how how old is he at this point?
0: Let's get to the end and we'll go over they're not very old. They're like my age.
1: Yeah. No, he's in his forties at this well, point. Well, he's a he's
0: yeah, he's probably in his forties at this Even point.
1: Even then that's very young.
0: For I know. a heart attack. Yeah. So anyway, so by mid December she had a terrible bout of laryngitis and was going through her second period in a month that caused anemia. Uh, for six weeks, she thought she could overcome it and didn't seek medical attention but finally called on Friday to make an appointment for Monday, but she never made it through that weekend. So, the headlines on December twentieth, 2009 didn't seem to make sense. How could Brittany Murphy, the 32-year-old actress, beloved for her upbeat roles in film favorites like Clueless, 8 Mile, and Uptown Girls, which is also a really good movie, uh, would be dead? But, There it was in the newspapers and on sites around the globe. She had reportedly collapsed in her West Hollywood home and was declared dead at the Cedars-Sinai Medical Center at 10.04 a.m. that Sunday morning. A Los Angeles coroner told Associated Press that the cause of death appeared to be natural. Um, Here I have some quotes um, from a couple friends and family. That said, a bright light in the lit world is forever dimmed, but will live on in the hearts of those that Brittany touched. Brittany was an incredibly loving and passionate person and an artist to her core. Even with the facts out there, something seemed off. On February 4th, 2010, an updated coroner's report was released citing anemia and prescription drugs played a role in her death that ultimately was caused by, quote, a community acquired pneumonia. And as it turns out, the mystery was just beginning. Um, Even though she was dealing with her own ailments, Murphy had been taking care of both her mother, who struggled with neuropathy after surviving breast cancer, and her husband, who dealt with seizures and sleep apnea. She was trapped in her $3.9 million home on Rising Glen Road she bought in 2003 from Britney Spears, but now hated the only comfort zone she could escape was her bathroom. Yet even there, her thoughts were anything but calm. She spent hours sampling the cosmetics and perfumes that crowded every inch of the counter space, critically studying her body image. And again, referencing back to the HBO documentary, there is a part in the documentary where not long after her death, Simon um, takes a camera crew and lets them go through the house and into the bathroom that she died in. And when I kid you not, there is absolutely no space on that countertop because there was perfumes and facial lotions and you name it. It was on there. Like there, it looked like a crazy cluttered bathroom. It was insane. How do celebrities get to that point where you just got so much money, you had your house
2: turns into just a mess? Well, I mean, that's locker.
0: literally the only space they have from reporters and from paparazzi, and I mean, their home becomes their safe haven.
2: Yeah, but wouldn't you want a clean,
0: like... Well, in a normal stance, yes. But, again, Brittany Murphy was trapped under the control of her husband.
2: Right, but Um, I'm saying, look at Whitney Houston. Have you seen pictures of her, her house when she passed away? Like, it was just a total gross disaster. Yeah. I just don't know how they get to that point.
0: I don't know. Um, But anyway, so there was only one thought that kept her going, which was a a new start uh, in New York City. She thought that if they could only get back to the East Coast, Monjack would find work as a screenwriter and director, and she could get back into independent films. Uh, Like I said, on December uh, 20th, 2009, Brittany Murphy collapsed in the bathroom of her Hollywood home that she shared with her mother and Simon she was rushed to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center, where she was declared dead at 32. Her cause of death uh, was later revealed as pneumonia, anemia, and multiple drug intoxication from over-the-counter and prescription meds. It said that on her final night, Brittany was gasping for breath, her lips turning blue from a lack of oxygen as her lungs filled with fluid. She took the antibiotic bia- biaxin, a migraine pill, cough medicine, and an and over-the-counter nasal spray. The day she died, she had also taken an antidepressant drug, which was uh, fluoxetine, also known as Prozac, an anti-seizure drug, which was clonopin an anti-inflammatory, um, and a beta blocker that Simon gave her, as well as uh, vi- Vicoprofen, which was to ease pain from her, from her period. So she was on a lot... <laughs> a lot of why was drugs. she on
2: anti why was she on anti seizure medicine so she didn't have seizures
0: clooppin um, Clonapin is it's a muscle relaxer
1: yeah it's multifunctional
0: yeah um, so she was just it's who knows who knows why but she was on a lot of she was on a lot of medicine a lot of drugs um, so soon after she fell in the bathroom and told her mom, she said, I'm dying. I'm, I'm going to die. Mommy, I love you. Her mom desperately called 911, but by that point, it was too late. Ultimately, Brittany Murphy's death was ruled accidental, but that didn't stop people from suspecting that her husband had something to do with it. Rumors spread that he had pressured her to lose weight despite her already slim frame, which may have led to her developing the anemia And for Monjack's part, he did little to quell the speculation after Murphy's death. For instance, Monjack initially did not want an autopsy performed to Murphy. Uh, When asked why, he said, and I quote this, the pristine body, curvy in all the right places, with skin like silk. How could I say cut it up in front of her mother, end quote. That is the most creepy.
1: bit cringy, 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 just gross fucking thing yeah. you can say. I can't. I want to throw up, but also, <laughs> why did her mom
2: why did her mom not step in and go, listen, you're her husband, but this needs to be done.
1: Because we're about to get it. I'm telling you this rabbit hole, this is when it gets crazy. This is
2: As a parent of a daughter, I don't give a hell. Who she marries, but if she dies as young as thirty-two, I don't care if that's her husband. I don't care. I don't care if y'all are dating. I don't care what. No, as her mother, do the autopsy. I want to know what killed my child.
1: Okay, pause, Onyx, because you need to hear the shit that follows her death. Holy shit! Buckle up, because it (laughs) has buckle up. Just buckle up. Okay,
0: so shockingly. It's also been rumored that Simon pursued a romantic relationship with Britney's mother after the death, <laughs> and that um, the t- the two even shared the same bed. <laughs> I need to stop. Uh, then the new relationship certainly didn't last
2: that long. Are yeah. you really poopy? I'm about to throw up.
0: <laughs> oh my <God>. You're so <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> So referencing back to the HBO documentary, there was a part where they are doing a interview on Larry King together. Um, And they were talking about the autopsy. And what, what was it that they said Anna? about? Well, just just a weird together.
1: They are in this interview with Larry King and he asks Simon, Mm -hmm. you didn't do an, an autopsy. Why? And he his comment was, his answer to that question was, you've got this woman with perfect curves and and flawless silky skin. How can you tell a doctor to cut her up in front of her mother? And it just just gives you the heaves of like, that's gross. And at one point in the interview, they start, um, developing a timeline of things that happen after her death, if I'm not mistaken. And Brittany's mother comments on this timeline, and Simon corrects her. In doing so, correcting Sharon on this timeline, he says, No, no, baby, you're confused. And she goes, Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. And it's just very gross how... Not mother in law, son in law, they are, but how affectionate. Couple. It's very, Couple and like, like that life. weird picture that they took together. Yeah. They Where did a like, photo
0: shoot. I just, after just she
1: had passed, that was supposed to be a commemorative photo of like them mourning and a way for them to get through this, this tragic death in their life, which absolutely, tragic for both of them it should be
0: mm-hmm. but
1: the photo shoot is the two of them together holding one another very again couple like and it yes. was holding this-, this
0: picture of Brittany murphy
1: they're it's- holding a framed picture of Brittany, but they're consoling one another and it's just very odd yeah. i don't know that i would ever do this with a father-in-law no
2: well well also, I'm I'm not trying to trump the way anyone mourns. Mourn the way you need to mourn, but I love my husband to the ends of the earth. I will do, and I will. There's just bound literally kill for him. I would kill for my husband. I love him so much. We believe you. But if if he were <laughs> to die, my first thought would never be let me get a photo shoot of his photo with his parents. She lived with him in their house. Yeah right but i'm saying the photo shoot itself that the let's take photos of us morning why why take photos i don't i know. would be i would be locked in my house mourning in my own really? company right. silence. i wouldn't be but even if i wanted to do an interview for, about it fine
1: but there's nothing wrong with the oh, interview oh, a whole photo shoot. It's, very, awesome. it's It's a whole production, it seems.
2: Yeah, It's. it almost seems like let's put on this show and act like we're sad, but we're not really sad.
0: Yeah, well, and like referencing back to the statement where they were sleeping in the same bed, like on the Larry mm-hmm. King interview, they were explaining how, well, Simon was anyway, um, how sometimes Sharon would crawl in the bed with him and they would just hold each other and cry and mourn. And I'm like, that's just, Creepy. Why would you crawl into your dead daughter's bed with her husband to cry? Like But I also do- mm-hmm.
2: that says a lot about him also, because why would you give anyone that information? Like if you're doing some weird shit like that, keep it to yourself, my dude. Yeah, why are like, you I telling people on live TV at that? Like this whole yeah. situation just it seems like they killed her.
0: They we're, killed her to be together. Well, well there's theories. theories. Yes. Let's get into it. Let's hear some theories here. We're going to get into a little bit further of what happened after her death. So on May... Oh, there's more? T- yes, there's more. <laughs> on May 23rd, 2010, Simon was found dead in his Hollywood home just five months after Murphy's death in the same house in the same bathroom. He died from mono- uh, from pneumonia and anemia, which was eerily similar to his wife's cause of death. Let me just note that this man was a heavy man. There's no way that this man had anemia.
1: Like, well, you can still be anemic and and be like a heavier set person no, because it's so, about like the iron in your blood. Well, so if you, yeah, you're it's a not about bigger you're, person and you're, you don't have even um, that much uh, iron, iron yet, in your diet, yeah. you can still be anemic. Yeah, well, that's true. So
0: um, anyway, so he was soon buried next to Murphy in Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Los Angeles. Um, But Simon Monjack's death was one without dignity. Shortly after Simon died, TMZ revealed that Monjack had been wiring tens of thousands of dollars to multiple lawyers and to someone in Europe to pay um, a mysterious settlement. Shockingly, he also had two secret children from two separate women, a daughter and a son. Jesus. In 2013, his daughter Jasmine, then at the time was 18 years old, revealed that she hadn't seen her father since she was seven, and he didn't pay child support and left her nothing after his death. And the mother of Monjack's son, Elizabeth Ragsdale, claimed that Monjack abandoned her while she was pregnant. But despite of these troubling stories, Monjack's mother, Linda, and brother James, insist that Monjack really loved Brittany. When uh, they quote, when I saw them together, they were very much in love. It's a very fine line, isn't it, between controlling somebody and managing them to have the best career? I don't know, end quote. And that was by Linda Monjack, said, um, as reported by Hollywood Life. Although Simon. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, We're just kind of getting to the end here. As though Simon faced disturbing allegations all throughout his life, Brittany once told an interviewer, Quote, the easiest decision I ever made in life was getting married. Tragically, the only two people who may have known the full story took it with them to the grave.
2: Okay, can I just
0: say, okay, you got this
2: fat-ass, ugly motherfucker who is just shady as shit. His movies suck. He got Mm -hmm. (laughs) not one but two women pregnant, then hid their pregnancy to
0: marry uh, Brittany Murphy. I'm telling you, it's the pipe. Well, listen to me. I, okay, so here's the thing. Here's where the controversy lies. Brittany Murphy died of anemia and she died of pneumonia. Okay, not to mention they had black mold in their house. Okay, so five months later, Simon dies of the same thing. Their mother, her mother, was living with them. How is it that she does not have the same symptoms? Yeah, because it's not like she was in a mother in law suite, she was in, in the, the house. house. She was in the house. She was like living in I'm the you, room. I'm telling you, this is what happens.
2: He's got really good pipe and he laid it down and he married her. And then the mom was like, I want some of that pipe. So they had an affair and then the mo- mom kills her daughter. But then when after her, everything goes down. She's like, we can be together and i might get all that pipe. That pipe is all mine. And then it doesn't work out. He's like, I'm over you. And so she kills him too.
1: Okay, that's a that is a solid theory. Well,
0: um, I I do believe that the mother
1: poisoned not. her daughter and her son in law. Well, why I don't know. I think my theory is that I don't I don't believe Sharon had anything to do with Brittany's death. What mother? What does have it then? What? It might have been Simon who what killed Brittany it? and
0: then the mom killed him. Yeah,
1: let me finish my theory. We let you go on about pipe for four hours. Chill. <laughs> Listen. So I, my theory is that she was, Brittany was the breadwinner. She brought in the money. Um, honestly, he was driving her career into the toilet. She wasn't making as much, but she had a good life insurance policy. So he poisons Brittany. And I don't believe the mother had, like, that she had anything to do with it. Because as a mother who you raised this child on your own, you you watched her rise to stardom, take care of you, and take you with with her her
0: to her career. Yes.
1: You were by her side the entire time. Um, And for all intents and purposes, the record reflects that she wasn't your typical, like, stage mom. She didn't push Brittany into it. It wasn't a situation of let me live vicariously right. through you. This genuinely was something that she was passionate about and loved and thrived and in. And
0: supported her. In and
1: she just did what any mom would do to make their child happy. Let them do. I'll do what needs to be done for you to do what you love, your mm-hmm. dream. So that being said, I can't see how she could then turn around and, and, and hurt Brittany. Listen. There's some twisted people in the world. I think that Simon. Manipulated Brittany. Because she was just such a loving person. Into marrying him. And then when he. Maybe got in trouble. Or something happened. So that he needed more money than she was able to provide. He poisons her. And then manipulates the mom. In her grief. And attempts I don't know, a relationship that she goes along with. Maybe. And then I think maybe she found out. And he is a big man. And there are a lot of eyes on them. It's not like she can just. And you have to think this was only like a few months after Bruce's death. It wasn't like right after her death. So I think that she poisoned him the same way that he poisoned her. It's possible. He, if I t- look, I find out that somebody killed my baby. I'm killing that motherfucker. You are dead.
2: If I'm talking, look. If we're talking about serious theories, I think, honestly, again, like you said, he probably manipulated her. Maybe even put up a front to seem like this great guy into marrying. Absolutely, him. that's how
1: manipulation works. But yeah.
2: I think once he realized that he was ruining her career, he realizes the money's not coming in. She's like, Hey, I'm going to stay with you. I honestly think that maybe possibly she just found out about his kids. Maybe she found out about something bad enough for her to say, I'm leaving.
1: No, I, she was such a pure heart that I don't think children would would run no not
2: children i think that was the last straw i think and it wasn't even about the history i think i think she found out maybe like that maybe about his past or maybe about a bunch of whatever it was i think she finally just said i'm done with you ruining my career, manipulating me. You know, you lied to me. It's not about the fact that you have children. It's about the fact that you hid them from me and you're a shit dad. You haven't seen him in forever. Like I deserve better. I think she finally realized that she deserved better and was going to leave and he killed her.
0: But also because- I, I think, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm a lot of her friends and family who did interviews did not speak of her having this, revelation you know she just she was yeah, trapped you think she's,
2: exactly she's trapped in her house she's she sick. probably i just i don't she's know finally just she's finally done with it who she's gonna tell she's gonna call so like she's sick she can't even you know she can't yeah, be walking around weak. and being about exactly she was bones. very weak at this point i think she just had enough and even no matter how loving you are, everyone has a breaking point. I think she we, reached I it.
1: think we would all like to believe that she, in the end, did what was best for her. But I think yeah. realistically, it Probably came not. down to she wasn't making money anymore. Because he had isolated her so severely. She was not getting any any gigs. The ones she was getting, he was ruining and she just was not worth what she was worth when they first got together. Yeah, in the what much. four years that they were together, he was not getting what he wanted from her. And I believe that it came down to money. And he killed her yeah. for life insurance, and then manipulated her Sharing, mother into yeah. maybe it was it was a thought process like a method to keep thing her in the dark.
0: That- Simon was not the beneficiary of Brittany Murphy's life estate. Insurance. No, who it was? was Sharon? So
1: then, that's it. That's even more. Sharon
0: was the beneficiary. That's
1: so he killed her. Realized that he wasn't the beneficiary, and then he had to get close to Sharon. And as yeah, a grieving so- mother, she accepted the company.
2: I okay. mean yeah, when your child dies, I feel like that's a very lonely thing to go through in anybody, especially you know,
1: you, hit, you know, your child's husband. I think from a mother's point of view, yes, but from a mother's point of view to have somebody who was so close to somebody you love to then be close to you and together you're in this bubble of No, and grief. that's what I'm, yeah. And that's what I'm saying like it's, it, it would have been very easy for her yeah. to fall into it and very easy for him to manipulate that situation. Yeah, And exactly. the thing is, is that
0: Simon had taken her so much of her money that when Brittany died, Sharon didn't get shit. She didn't get anything. She, I think she had like maybe a few hundred thousand dollars and that was it.
1: That's crazy. What? That's yeah. So I genuinely that that okay. So plays into my theory even stronger that like she she killed her. her,
0: her, He took her for everything she had, and then then he's rotting in hell.
2: I hope he's rotting in hell, getting ass fucked every day
1: (laughs) (laughs) by Hitler and a pineapple. (laughs) Worse, but anyway, so
0: we're gonna go ahead and close out. Uh, We just want to thank you all for listening. We encourage all of you to reach out and tell us what you think. Hit us up. Yeah. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at Casket Case Pod on Instagram mm-hmm. at ca- casketcase.podcast, or you can even write to us at podcast.casketcase at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear what you have to say and even get your recommendations on cases you find fascinating. We would love some stories that maybe we haven't heard of in your area. We love all of you weirdos, so please be safe out there, and we'll see you in the grave.
2: Bye!